Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, friend. Glad you are here listening to this week's episode. I have a special never done before interview with two guests today. They are mother and daughter, Amy and Blair DeBrook. And they both have inspirational stories to share with us about how to not let setbacks like fear, anxiety, and temptation hinder our growth in life and how we can take steps of courage towards what God has for us. They both wrote a journal called Embolden to encourage faith, growth, and love in ourselves and with our community. Hi, girls. I'm so excited you're on here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, Glad you're here. So Amy, I want you to share with the listeners a little more about you, and then we'll have your daughter Blair share a little about herself, and then we'll just roll right into, you know, what were those struggles that you guys personally went through to the point where you felt like, wow, we really could use this encouragement journal for those young women that we see going through the same experiences you guys did. Right. Well, my name is Amy Debrick, and I'm a wife and mom to four children. Blair's just one of four. And I'm a writer and podcaster also. I've had Jamie on my show before, so it's nice to be on hers. And, uh, you know, Blair and I really just kind of came together for this journal. I think we just recognized some pain points for me, I think more so when she went to college. And I think sometimes the older you get, you forget about what certain stages and ages are like and um, the struggles and stuff that they face because you've already kind of gotten to the other side of that. So that's really kind of where mm-hmm. the journal came from. And and then I just kind of used, you know, again, when you get older, you can use your own experiences. I was a cancer survivor and had a lot of anxiety uh, that I had overcome. And so I think all of that together was just kind of almost a gift to be able to give back something positive, you know, for the next generation. Yeah, so good. So Blair, how old are you? And are you in college? Share a little bit about yourself. I'm 22. I'm a senior at Roberts Wesleyan. It's a college in Rochester. So I'll be graduating in May. And I'm doing speech pathology. I think my sophomore year, I had a lot of anxiety and struggled with some of the topics that we actually ended up putting in the journal. And I think that's where we kind of saw that, you know, we wanted to make something for girls my age. Yeah, so good. And so well needed. You know, we can't get enough, uh, especially your age group. And I think encouragement is so important for all of us women. Uh, You can't get enough encouragement in walking in confidence and letting go of those hindrances that you guys point out. So your journal is broken up into four weeks. 
You've got fearless, kindness, temptations, growth. And so we probably don't have the whole time here for you guys to share from each one. But if you guys want to just share, I know this podcast is all about God stories and testimonies. If I could just hear from you both, what was that fear or anxiety that really left that marking your life? What was the one driver there where it just really shook you and really felt like God showed up in your life to rescue you from that? I think for me, you know, when you talk about the four ways we broke it down, we really kind of sat together and discussed what the pain points were for that age group. You know, and I think me being her mother, And again, you know, when you're outside of that and you see your daughter at that same age that you were struggling with those things, facing it now, it creates a sense of urgency. And so Mm -hmm. I think for me, that was kind of the biggest thing is that I had felt all of those same things, but when I never had the resource or support in something other than, you know, just maybe a confidant. And, and even with a certain personalities, and again, this was my hardest struggle at her age, was that I very introverted and the appearance of being outgoing, but really not wanting to share any struggle that dealt with my confidence or anxiety, being fearful to, to reach out to people. And so right. that really was kind of a driving force for me. And so when God showed up in my life, even though it wasn't as an adult, Many years later, I didn't want to have to have her wait and other young women wait until something substantial happens years later without having those tools to kind of guide you along the way. Mm, So good. All right, Blair, what was your experience that you've had with anxiety or fear that really gave you this passion to write this journal? I hadn't really struggled with anxiety until college. So it was definitely a new experience and something that I wasn't really used to dealing with and didn't really know how to deal with. Uh, So I think the combination of that and then just some of the Other experiences I had in school that weren't really that positive, I was going through a lot at the time and talked to my mom about it. And I think we kind of came up with the idea from there. But I think working on the journal actually helped me out a lot initially, kind of start to work through some of that stuff and getting Mm -hmm. back on my walk with God and everything. So it kind of was the start of, you know, working through some of that anxiety. Yeah, I love that. So writing the journal kind of was bringing healing to you along the way. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So you say here that, which I love your guys' quote, it's important that we continue to meet young women where they are, but not leave them there. So how does this journal create that motivation and that inspiration to move women out of that feeling like they're stuck in their fear or temptations or anxiety. I have a college student myself and and I think it's facing adulthood, you know, like, oh my gosh, you know, you're put in the real world. And especially when you're academically driven, you're wanting to make sure you do a well job because you're thinking of your future and your career. And so 
I think it's just facing, you know, the real world. And I know some kids, they face it in high school or even before that. So I'm glad you guys wrote this journal because it could be for even the high school girls. And so how does it apply to their lives so that they can get unstuck? Well, I think first, the the biggest thing we wanted them to feel when they picked it up was that they weren't alone. That at some point in every woman's life or any young male's life is that you you go through these struggles of feeling, you know, insecure and a lack of confidence in those areas. You're tempted, you you're fearful, you're, you know, you struggle with certain things. And so I think that was the mm-hmm. first thing, at least for me, is to kind of bridge the gap between being older and on the other side of that and the younger generation just going through it. And I also think for me, it was important that any girl could pick it up regardless of their faith walk and not feel disqualified that they weren't somewhere where they needed to be in order to get something out of it. I mean, really anybody could either pick it up and be strengthened by the current faith that they have or be feel left you know, wanting to know more about their, you know, worth and value and all that God has for them. So that was really kind of the main points for me. Yeah. Awesome. Blair, how about you? Uh, A lot of those same ideas. I think sometimes it can just be overwhelming thinking of maybe starting some kind of journal or Bible study where you have to know a lot in advance. So we wanted it to just be something that wasn't adding on any extra anxiety for them, but also something that wasn't where they felt that they wouldn't be able to grow at all either. Right. And Blair, you struggled with fitting in, living out your faith, and I guess judgment was passed on you because of your life of faith. And how do you think this book will help young women like yourself? Um, Well, I think in high school, that wasn't really something that I had to think about. And then when I got to school, since it is such a different environment, you try to just make, or at least I did, connections wherever I could. But then some of them ended up not being, you know, probably the best friendships Mm -hmm. and connections I could have made. So then I kind of struggled with trying to get back on track and then having my faith not really be, I guess, looked upon that fondly by the people that I had become friends with. So I think, I just think a lot of people struggle with fitting in when they're in a new environment, even if it's not college, even if you're going into the workforce or any type of new school, even if you're in high school. So I just, I think it, a lot of people go through it. Yeah, I totally agree. It's slimmer, it's narrower to find those like-minded friends. And it's just hard to find that inner circle where you're all being obedient to what God's word says. So I think as you guys are starting out in your careers and going to college, you're just faced with more and and you're growing and you're figuring out things and you're discovering your spiritual walk with the Lord and cheering in your faith. So it's a lot. All right. Well, is there anything else you guys wanted to share about Embolden? Like maybe some action steps that you guys provide in the journal and out of those four weeks that you guys have it broken up, maybe... Just kind of give us a peek inside this 
exciting journal. One of the things that we actually wanted to do is, and this was just one rest day, like sneak peek, but we wanted to make sure at the end of each week, because it is a lot, a lot in the sense where you're doing a lot of self-work. So it's not like a hard assignment, but in theory, it can be you know, depending on where you are. So we wanted to make sure at the end of each week, we had a rest day where we did something that it would, we set them up for something practical that it would still be encouraging to them. It would be an added resource to kind of just equip them with. This one in particular was to make your own mini Bible. So it's just, you know, you're grabbing a small notebook, you're looking up verses. You can use that. We encourage them to use the verses that we have throughout this book. You know, if you're new and you don't have any, you know, a lot of people don't have a go-to scripture or verse for certain things. So we even encourage them to use that. They write them in a notebook and put it in your purse or backpack, your car, wherever you need it. So we try to do in addition to just scripture and I would say like almost taking ownership of where you are, we try to encourage them to also do some of these fun, practical things that they can carry with them as well. We do have other resources throughout the book that we use. And that was another thing I think that was important to both Blair and I is we didn't want to recommend anything that we weren't currently using. And so some of the things that I use regularly, you know, I put in there and some of the things that she uses regularly is in the book. So nothing that hasn't benefited either one of us. That was also Mm -hmm. another important thing. We both use the first five app. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I'm sure you are. Yeah, I love that first five app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another, you know, just an an easy, but very effective just to get you going in the morning every day, you know, things that we thought would be not overwhelming, easy, good habits to pick up. And that's another thing. And in one of the weeks, we have practical steps for them to kind of reform habits like ditching old bad habits and reforming new good habits, healthy habits. So that's kind of how we broke it up throughout. We, we took the topics and really kind of dug through those, kind of have self-reflect each topic, offering them the available resources, but having them put in some work as well. Yeah. So they have some ownership. Now, do you guys share personal experiences? Like, do you write, this is a time that I struggled with fear And do you talk about getting rid of the root? Each week, one of us has, I think it's for the fifth or sixth day, has like a personal story of how, you know, we related to that week in some way. So yeah, at the top of your head, do you remember maybe a struggle, a fear that you had or judgment, whatever speaks to you? Do you have something that you could share with the listeners of what you experienced for yourself and how you saw God get you out of that? I'm pretty introverted. And so doing anything out of my comfort zone, like going and doing new things, especially when it's by myself, uh, gives me a lot of anxiety. So trying to work through that and kind of becoming more fearless and comfortable doing things like that. I found that once I got on the other side of it, it definitely benefited my life a lot more. It's just sometimes hard to start that and hard to get there. So I think that was why I thought that was really important week to start with, just kind of getting these women, you know, out of their comfort zone because I think it helps out a lot. Yeah, I can relate to that. I had that uh, spirit of timidity and (laughs) it showed 
And I mean, I barely wanted to be in Bible study and share my name. And I'm married with kids. And I mean, it gave me sweaty palms and (laughs) it's like a wreck. So believe me, I totally understand. And that was when I was in my late 20s, early 30s. And, you know, I think it's the more you do those scary things, the more you build up that confidence and and faith that God can get you through. And it's freeing when you can do those things and not let fear hold you back. And it fills you up because you're doing what God has for you in your life. It's good for us to get stretched out of our comfort zone only because that's seems like how God always operates in our life. So it's all to trust Him and depend on Him and not by our own ability, our own skill, or you know, our own confidence, but totally pressing into Him to get us to where He wants us to go and where He's calling us to point others to Him, So, which is what you guys are doing with this journal. So, Amy, do you remember a experience that you can share out of that journal? Well, for me, I think I had a lot of tragedies in my mid-20s, almost closer, a little bit, you know, a few years older than Blair is at this age. And so that really catapulted, you know, a lot of anxiety for years. And so it wasn't really until I had received a cancer diagnosis almost 10 years ago that it was, it's funny how God works, you know, I mean, honestly, I say that diagnosis ultimately saved my life because, and I think when you mentioned about being obedient, if you can have that perspective on getting out of your comfort zone and and saying that I'm doing this, not because I want to do it or because it's easy or I can even do it on my own, but because I'm being obedient to what God needs me to do then I think your perspective shifts and changes. And that's what happened to me. And I even see that when, you know, Blair had mentioned, it's funny, and I didn't think about it until you had said this, Blair, but how it wasn't until we actually did the process of writing this book. And I think every time, you know, you know, Blair and I have these power couple hour sessions, we're almost delirious at the end of them when we have to do these edits and all of that. But I think every time we go through them, And like she's saying, I think there's healing that's happening. There's growth for both of us that's happening. And so that's all God's hand. And so sometimes Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not even until you're fully in it and then the thick of it that you can kind of recognize, okay, this is why it's happening. You know, he did this purposely and because we were obedient this is what's happening from it. Yeah, so good. Okay, I I guess I should have asked this in the beginning. So your definition of emboldened. And I noticed that on the cover, it's really cool. You've got E-M dot and then bold dot and then E-N. Go ahead and just explain uh, emboldened. It's such a beautiful word. And I know you've done a conference surrounding this word and what it means to you. So go ahead and, and share that with the listeners here. Well, so emboldened was to give someone the courage or confidence to act or behave in a certain way. And I think that applies for any age group, clearly. You know, I just hosted a summit for women from 25 to 85. So I think that that always applies. But especially, I think, for this journal, for young adults, I think confidence is a huge issue at this age. I know it was for me and, you know, and just Blair's experience as well. And so to feel like we could empower somebody by having them 
be emboldened in their own life and show them that they're not alone and and how they can do that and and steps to take. That's why we picked the title. And that really was what it's all about. That's great. And I think confidence, it gets confusing to be frank here. I think we are confused by that, you know, because the world says confidence is, it looks like this. And then God's saying, no, it looks like this. And I know to make it makes sense for me. I just look at, okay, God, you're faithful and your love for me is unconditional. Therefore, that's my confidence. What's your guys' definition of confidence? Similar to what you had just mentioned, Jamie, is that you really need to find your value and identity and how God created you first. And I think you're right. There's so many outside worldly influences. And that noise is loud. It's very loud. But I think that if you make God's voice the loudest, then you don't get really caught up in all of those other, to me, those are like false expectations. It's a, you know, it's a lot of comparison. It's a lot of actually, I feel like a promotion of insecurity, because you always look like you have to look the certain way or, or have this or, you know, um, be that. And so I think if you are solid enough in your value that he has given you, then you're less apt to fall into those traps of the worldly mm-hmm. expectations. And you're, you're just never going to win there. You're, you're always going to fall short of those. So I think it's just finding what God's purpose and plan for you is, and then just being able to openly live that out. Yeah. Do you guys have this setup where you can do it as a group or is it individual? You could do it individually or you can do it with friends. I mean, it's something that it could be used in a youth group or a, you know, women's group, or if you want to just do kind of an independent study and um, with one other person and just keep each other accountable. I mean, I really feel like it's pretty versatile. There's a, a million and one ways that you could really benefit from using it and having it and going back to it. I feel like it's not a one and done. Don't you agree, Blair? Yeah, I think you can definitely, if you're more comfortable just going through it, by yourself, but you could also do it with other people and then check in. And if you want to like talk about how you felt about different parts of it and certain prompts. So I think it could definitely go both ways. Yeah. You can run an online group on Facebook private group or something and walk through it with your girlfriends. You probably see this like, oh my gosh, this is huge. But God sees us as the step for you, Blair. And you have so much more that he's going to be walking you through and wanting you to do. And it's like you're being faithful with the little and he's going to give you a lot more. So I just feel like saying, get ready, girl, because it's this is just the start. (laughs) congratulations of stretching yourself out of that comfort zone because so many people shrink back and they let the fear take over and they don't say yes to God. So I'm proud of both of you. And I know your mom is super proud of you because I know as being a mom myself and watching 
my kids do something for God. It's incredible. It's priceless. So very good. I am excited for this. So let's just finish off with what do you think is the one thing that a woman can do to embolden herself or someone else? Being able to support other women who, especially if you know if they're struggling with something or need or trying to grow in a certain part of their life. Mm -hmm. I think there's not enough support in general that goes around. So knowing their worth is huge. And if you have just one person, and you know, and this is where I feel like it can fall on our generation, or, you know, maybe a woman in her 30s, or maybe just somebody a few steps ahead of a young girl that's struggling, if they could just reach back to them and help them out to know that they're not alone. And you're normal, this is normal, but you know, I have your back. And this is what you know, I've experienced and this is what God has for you. And, and they can strengthen the next generation. I think that would be a huge gift to really embolden someone and have them feel confident, like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, I know the, the worthiness is huge, you know, to actually believe that you are worthy. And Amy, like you said, I mean, that's our age. I see women share that all the time. And I think that's a a process to go through to actually believe how valuable and worthy you are to Jesus and to believe in those scripture verses about our worth and our value. And once it really sinks in and it takes root in our heart, then we're able to walk it out. So I'm so excited that you guys are sharing uh, more of God's word and his truth to the younger generation. And I'm really excited for you guys to release this and it's coming out in April. And where can people find it? And where can they connect with you? Go to my website at amydebrick.com, wherever books are sold. We're really super excited. So we would love for people to check it out. And like I said, they can follow there. They can sign up. I send out a newsletter every week. I'd love to have people follow along and get the book in their hands for sure. Ah, so good. Thank you both for coming on here and sharing your your passion for this. And I know it's essential here for the young woman and we can't wait to see it in physical form here. And thank you for coming on here. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.